Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 3 of Ebola Lassim Zansi, a South African football podcast with me, your host, Tony G. So the transfer window is in full swing and clubs are doing business. Clubs are doing transfer business and this week we also saw a couple of DSTV Premiership clubs go back to pre-season training, uh, being Cape Town City, Dun Cape Town and Kaiser Chiefs, which is where I want us to start today because they have been the busiest, they've been doing the most business this transfer window. So I'd like us to look at the uh, transfer business so far and yeah. They did sign some players. They are they are they are putting together a squad. They are putting together the pieces. But the question is, are those the right pieces? Because you could be putting the pieces together, but then again, they could be the wrong pieces. So we're gonna look at whether those are the good pieces. Like, is are they building the, the right puzzle, the puzzle that is needed in the DSTV premiership? And also their neighbors, Orlando Pirates, have been busy. So we're also going to look at them and, yeah, what they are building because they announced a new coach, uh, Jose Riverio, if I recall. Yeah, I think it was Jose Riverio, uh, a Spaniard. Uh, we also got another foreign coach uh, from Arumo Gallants. Uh, the French, I think he's 34 years old. So it's busy. It's busy. It's madness. I don't think we... Even if we had a transfer window like this, it must have been way before my time because ever since I started following football, I never seen a transfer window like this. So let's just dive right into it. Episode 3, Um, So Kaiser Chiefs have made uh, eight signings already and most notably they've signed uh, a player I want us to look at actually because he's been subject to, to, to many topics like he's he's at the forefront of the Kaiser Chiefs signings and it's uh former Stellenbosch striker Ashley Dupreez. So I just I want us to dive into Ashley and a couple of few others and see whether are those the players that Kaiser Chiefs need. Yes, they do need players, yes, they sign players, Mara are those the right players. So um Ashley scored nine goals and had two assists last season. And he didn't score any penalties. He didn't score any penalties. Like, he's got nine goals, nine open play goals, and he had two assists. He was, he was fifth on the, on the DSTV Premiership uh, score, uh, top goal scorers. He was fifth. He was fifth. And um, he's, he's, he's a good player, actually. Like, uh, he has good movement of the ball. He's... He's mobile, like he he runs off the ball, like he works, and like he 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 has good footwork because the ball doesn't get stuck in between his feet. Like he knows how to move the ball, he knows how to move without the ball, and he knows how to move with the ball. So like, um, he played twenty nine matches, twenty three of which are uh, were starts, and he scored. Uh, he averaged a goal every twenty twenty every two hundred and twenty one minutes which is equivalent to two and a half matches, which means um, he, he scored a goal in, in two and a half matches. Every two and a half matches, every 
221 minutes he scores a goal every 221 minutes he scores a goal and he has a 0.3 goals per game ratio which puts him fourth in the in the department of the top five top goal scorers in the dstv premiership so when it comes to to goals per game he's he's also fourth he's fourth uh only behind uh peter shalulile victor letualo and evanga so he has Zero point, he scores three, 0 0.3 goals per game and he scored uh three goals against the current top four uh in eight matches he scored three goals against the top four in eight matches the top four being Mamelodi Sundowns Royal AM Cape Town City and Kaiser Chiefs because I know Kaiser Chiefs were fifth, but we have to put them in the top four in this topic because Stellenbosch are, are number four, so we can he can't play against Stellenbosch because he plays for Stellenbosch. So we had to put Kaiser Chiefs in, and he's got three goals, two of which um they came against uh Mameludi Sundowns in the in the final game of the season, and a game in which actually I think it was the second last game of the season a game in which like Mamelodi Sundowns didn't really have much to play for so you can say their players weren't really motivated so take away those two goals he scored a single goal in seven matches against the top four which is which is alarming it doesn't really become that much of a big problem Mara it's alarming scoring one goal in seven matches against those teams a it's 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 something. So overall, uh, he played three seasons in the in the DSTV Premiership ever since Stellenbosch uh, got promoted three seasons ago. He played three seasons. Uh, he in those three seasons he played sixty five games. He scored twelve goals and assisted seven. So, um, oh, and he's still he's still twenty four. So there's there's much room for improvement. He's he he has minimum of 10 years like if he can be consistent and keep going at the rate he's going he's got a minimum of 10 years so like to make up the numbers to cuz he has the potential to become a, a a very good player i've seen his matches like he's he's a good player actually he's a good player um Stelis lost a good player and Kaiser Chiefs gained a good player but will he be enough to 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 carry the the Kaiser Chiefs front line? That we don't know. We're just gonna have to wait for for the season to to kick off, and then we'll see whether uh he's gonna play in a front three or what. Because it's gonna be interesting. Because already in the wingers, uh, you have Keegan Dolly, you have uh Kama Billiard, so. I think a front three should be ideal. You just put in Ashley Dupree's there in the front three and it's an ideal front three and then we'll see how it works. So, yeah, for me, he, he's a good signing and let's just wait to see what, what he produces. And the Kaiser Chiefs also confirmed the signing of 26-year-old attacking midfielder from Sikukuna, um, Yusuf Mart. So, Mart is, he's a Wafana international he he has ten caps for Bafana. I think it was ten caps actually. Yeah, he got caps for Bafana, and he's he's twenty six. So, uh, Yusuf Mart played fifty seven games in the last two seasons for for Skukune, uh, in the Late Africa Championship and the 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 DSTV Premiership because they only came into the DSTV Premiership this season. 
uh, by purchasing the status of Highlands Park. So he played 57 games in the last two seasons. And in those 57 games, he scored six goals and assisted two. So for for an attacking midfielder, it's it's not a really good record. It's not a good record at all. And it doesn't scream Kaiser Chiefs for me. Like six goals and two assists in the last 57 games and you're an attacking midfielder it doesn't it doesn't scream Kaiser Chiefs for me it doesn't it's it's alarming it's alarming but like on the other side he he has eight Bafana caps and the most recent um was against you know who and we all know what happens so so like uh looking at him in 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 further retrospection he has created 2487 chances in those 57 games which is which is actually which is good so i think the him not having enough assists could be down to to who is in front of him actually because he might be giving them the chances they might be missing he might be giving them the chances they are wasting the chances so i think it's it's really hard to 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 judge him on on goals and assists only so which is why i wanted to look at things like chances and so he created 2487 chances which is which is actually really decent which is better than Kaiser, most Kaiser Chiefs players who were playing there before him or who are currently playing before him so we'll see what he can do um so i've seen a few of his games yusuf mart and he's He's decent. He's decent when when it comes to like things like attacking and yeah, he's he's decent. Even though his defending is mm, rather questionable, but his attacking is different. Like he's he's very technical. He has a very good technique and he's comfortable on the ball. So he's he knows what he's doing when he has the ball. So that's 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 assuring. That's assuring, Mara. He's he's not really physical. He's he's not a big boy. He's he doesn't really get into physical jewels, aerial jewels. He's he's an he's an on the ground player. Like he likes playing things on the ground, like with the ball. He's not physical, and but he he has a he has a good sprint. He he has a good sprint. He has decent pace. I've seen him uh chasing the ball a few times. So like he has he has decent pace. His dribbling is his is alright. It's not amazing. It's not bad. It's just it's just okay. He has a good first touch. He has good passing. And he yeah, I think it's safe to say like he has he has vision. Cause yeah, I think he has vision. He has vision. So I think. He's not a wow signing, Mara. I think it fits well. He's better than what Kaiser Chiefs have. He's not a wow signing, Mara. He's better than what they have, what they've been praying with currently. So, like, I think it fits well in in a midfield three with uh with uh Ngovo um, and and Cole Alexander uh as they are covering D six. Cause like I feel like Cole Alexander or Patute Donange, whoever you put there to to cover uh Ngovo and Mads as as a as a D six, I think that would be a a great midfield three actually. So already we have a midfield three, we have a front three, so I don't know. Maybe Arthur's one is gonna see things differently and yeah maybe so i'm just i'm excited for the season to start actually to see to see what's gonna happen to see what's gonna happen so like 
Uh, there's one last player I want us to look at um, from the Kaiser Chiefs signing because they sure made a lot of signings. So uh, a player who's been in the news actually uh, because we had uh, Royal AM CEO Sinkim Nisi. He was on an interview at, I think it was Metro. Yeah, it was Metro where he, he kind of weighed in on, on Dylan Silliman's like, uh, I think he, he had some sour grapes. So Apparently, he was supposed to go to Royal AM because they had uh, a, an agreement with, with Swallows. Mare. Apparently, they didn't sign anything. So, like, Kaiser Chiefs came, signed, and then sealed. So, Dylan Solomons, is, he's, he's a 26-year-old right-wing back. So, he can play as a right-wing back. He can play as a right back. So, depends in, in what system you're playing him in what system you are using him because i didn't really know i actually i didn't see much of him uh up until the 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 dstv premiership playoffs um i think that's where he played most of his games actually oh that's where i saw most of his games so because they played four matches and i think he played all four of them so that's when uh, i started seeing him actually so i did some research um He's a 26-year-old right-wing back. Uh, he was playing for Morocco Swallows. And it's going to actually, it's going to be interesting because he's a wing back. And play, things like, uh, players like wing backs, I think they fit into a system where you play a three, a three at the back. And then it's, it's a three, five, two. When you play a three, five, two, so you're going to have a central defender and two wing backs. And then you're going to have you're going to actually have two central defenders and another central defender in, in the midfield who's going to drop back when the two wing backs go and then it's going to be a back three actually. And then they're going to play more in the middle. They're not really going to defend. So like uh, Stuart Baxter used to play that system. So ever since after after he left, um, the few games that uh, Arthur took in charge, he didn't really play with a, with a wing back system because... He he played uh, a jolly and a billiard as a as 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 like traditional wingers, so he didn't really use wing backs. So like, it's gonna be interesting whether uh, Arthur is gonna use the Stuart Baxter system where he plays the wing backs, or Dylan is actually gonna be a proper 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 right back. So like, it's gonna be interesting because you you also have uh, a Riff Rosler who is a natural right back. So. It's gonna be an interesting battle there to see who's gonna who's gonna play in the in that Kaiser Chiefs right back position. So Chiefs also unveiled Kamuhelo Matlasi and Lithonolo Matlu, both 23 year old and both like Solomons are from Swallows. Sietamba Sitewe from Amazulu, Zita Guinika from Stelis, and 18 year old Mduduzi Shawalala, who has been promoted from the DSTV Disky Challenge team. So on the other hand, the Oxodos continues continued as they announced the departures of left back Siposa Kentiantia and right back veteran Ramatlum Pasele, while striker Lazarus Gambole has signed with the Tanzanian champions Young Africans. So yeah, that's it. It's been a, a busy transfer window at Naturena so far, and it seems like they're not done yet, and we all there for it. So we'll just have to wait and see. So now, moving to the other side of Soweto, where we find the Buccaneers, Ezimnyama Genkani, Orlando Pirates. This, I'm actually going to talk about their coach next, in the next episode. So I'm not going to talk about their coach because they announced a new coach. Uh, he's French. 
is Jose Rivero. Rivero. So I'm going to talk about him in the next episode. So like in this episode, I want to focus on the signings that they've done. Um, They, they have announced... Uh, First, let's let's look at the departures first because they've announced the departures of Kwandam Gonyama, Abel Mavaso, Justice Chavalala, Ilan Sitole, Wayne Sandilands, and holding midfielder Tabang Monare, and most recently Lindam Tambo. So there's there's also a cleaning up, and hey, actually, so where two teams are cleaning up their their their, their business, they cleaning up their squad, they cleaning up everything, and it's it's actually a good thing because we need those teams to be competitive for, for the league to be in a good place, for Sundowns to get a challenge, and yeah, all of that. So Pirates have signed um last season's third top goal scorer from Chipper United, um twenty nine year old, Bienvenue Evanga. So this is actually an interesting signing because Pirates currently have um I think it's six six they have six strikers they have six players who we can classify as strikers they have um Witumelo Radiopane they have Zakele Lepasa they have Chirufato Mabasa who they talk that um he might go to Sikukune on loan. They have Terence Yukamanja, actually who they've just released, so we're not gonna count him. And they also have Kwame Pepra, um, who actually played well at the end of last season. So like I feel like Pepra was one of their best players at the end of last season. Yeah, and all of those players, they are they are, they are pirate strikers, and with Evan Gar, who is He's he's a proven goal scorer actually. Um, he's a proven goal scorer. Like he's been in the DSTV Premiership for some time now. I think for like four three seasons, if I'm I stand to be corrected, Mara. For four three seasons, he's been there, and it's gonna be interesting actually to see what what Coach Jose is gonna do with those attackers because I I don't know maybe. Hey, I don't know how how long they've been talking with Orlando Pirates and whether he's done more than enough research to know who's who. Mara, he's gonna have a good headache, and I'm sure he's gonna have um some suggestions from the club to say that um this player is good. Play with you can ex- at least try and play this one or play this one or think of this one. Plus, they've also brought in evidence Mahopa, so. It's actually gonna be interesting who's gonna be leading uh the the Orlando Pirates front line. Whether it's gonna be one striker or it's gonna be a front two. We well, I guess we'll find out next season. So actually it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. So Evan Gar, um I've seen him. I've seen not a lot, Mara. I've seen enough of Evan Gar to know that he's actually a very good player. He was a very good he was not a very like he's a good player but not a very good player he's a good player he was a good player in a very average uh relegation fighting cheaper united side so he's he's the 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 shining the shining light in in the darkness of cheaper united so he's 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 physical he's physical like he's a big boy and he he can act as most of the games he played for cheaper. He he acted as a target man, which is something Pirates haven't played with in in a while. Because like the last time Pirates had a big striker, I can't even recall because they haven't really played with a target man. Last season they were playing with uh Teofato Mabasa. 
last of last season it was Gabardino Mango. Even the 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 time uh Micho was there, they didn't really play with a with a target man. So it's gonna be interesting whether they they're gonna be changing their approach because also even Evidence Mahopa is 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 a big boy, like he's a tall figure. So he's he's good in the air. So like he can, he's also some sort of a target man. So whether Pirates are gonna change their system and play with a target man or whether like. Maybe that's that's the whole thinking around uh, the coach Jose uh, appointment because everybody was just appointing Mandan Ligazi to at least like stay the ship because he got them to to the Confederation Cup uh, final. So maybe that's that's how coach coach Jose plays. Maybe he told them that um okay I play with this type of players and pirates were like oh, okay so let's get him this place so that when he comes in he can be able to work with this place oh maybe i'm wrong maybe those are not the players that the coach wants so all will be answering due time so back to evanga his his footwork is not is not that fancy he's he's a simple one two nigga he's a simple one two man and he knows his 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 way to the back of the net, like he knows the back of the net, um, because he's got like 15 goals in his previous two seasons uh, at Chippa United, and like, trust me, those 15 goals, like it was, it was a mostly defensive Chippa United, so he he actually had to grind for those goals. So like, in a fluid team like Orlando Pirates, I think he could actually score more in two seasons. So like, whether he fits in like a glove already completely, or he's gonna take some time. We'll see, and whether if he needs some time, they are gonna give him some time. We'll just we'll just have to see. So like, his finishing is is okay, and he he has determination. He has determination because ah, his determination. I saw it in a match against Kaiser Chiefs where um he would just bully Kaiser Chiefs defenders. Like he would just bully them into making mistakes. He just bully himself into into scoring a goal. So. I think I think Evanga is is a good signing actually. He's a good signing. He's a great coup for Pirates. Whether if if they are gonna play to his to his strength, if they are gonna play a system that uh supports a target man. So like he's actually <laughs> I just wanna throw it out there that I think he's actually gonna be one of the signings of the season. If everything is played right, if they play according to his strength. He's going to be one of the signings of the season. So, Pirates have also signed a 30-year-old former Marumo Gallant midfielder, Miguel Tim. Now, now Tim is, is a question mark signing for me because I don't think Tim is better than a Tabang Monari whom they just released. So, and if it's an age thing, I even have a big bigger question mark because um Tim is still... Is still 30 and Monaro was 32. So it's not like they went for a 25 or a 27 year old. They they basically the same age. It's just two year old. It's just a two year old difference. So like it's gonna be interesting actually, Mara. Now personally, I don't think um Miguel Tim is a better player than Tabang Monare. So um, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see. Um, Pirates have also announced the signing of young Bafana striker Evidence Mahopa, who was actually signed last season, but was allowed to spend the rest of the season at loan in in Limpopo in Baroka, who were relegated. And 
promising cheaper midfielder Azola Matrose, who there is talk that he might actually also spend a season on loan at cheaper. So I don't know how that's gonna work out. Now, before these deals, Pirates have already announced the signing of uh center backs Nkosina TCBC uh from golden arrows and tapelo koki from amazulu and signings which i think actually i think they're the best piece of business in the transfer window so far after sipombule because i think the sundowns cooping sipombule transfer is is the transfer of the of the of the is the transfer of the of the transfer window so far because Sipombule is an excellent player. So whether they are going to play him, that's another thing. But he's, a, he's the best signing so far. So they signed Kosinatis VC and Tapelo Koki. And they are going to be assisted by uh, Olisanda and his teammate, um, his captain, who's aging like fine wine, actually. Actually, we have to talk about HPGL, the consistency, and he's, it's not like he's declining, he's, he's keeping it consistent, like, year in, year out, he's there, so he also signed a one-year extension, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be packed in the centre-back's position, and there's gonna be fierce competition, which is actually gonna be great to see, so, actually, Pirates, um, I think they have a great squad to compete for the DSTV Premiership, which is what I thought last season, and we all know how that turned out, which is what I thought last of last season. Actually, at the beginning of the season, Pirates make good signings. Pirates always have the, one of the best squads in the in the in the league. But then, like when the league starts, when it's time to play, Pirates will surprise you. So, I'm expecting Pirates to do. A pirates so please surprise me this season pirates and because you surprise me all this time and now i'm not expecting you guys to do well so please surprise me and actually do well and push my melody sundowns too because we need that competition in the in the gstv premiership because yeah we need that competitiveness so um focusing on the rest of the gstv premiership clubs um stellenbosch who had a great season last season actually uh, signed 22-year-old midfielder Sinetembam Gomezulu from TS Galaxy, 24-year-old winger William Likuta from DC Motema Pembe mm. from the DLC, and 28-year-old centre-back Vusis Via from Baroka FC. As they look to build a big squad and qualified enough squad to compete in both the domestic and the continental stage as they'll be playing in the Kev Confederation Cup for the first time. Actually, they'll be playing African football for the first time and they'll be playing in the Kev Confederations Cup next season. So good luck to Stelis and let's just hope they 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 do the the they do justice to the whole country because South African teams have been doing well in the in the continental competitions. So like let's just hope they can they can live up to the standards. So now to Durban, where Amazulu have announced the signing of 21-year-old Bafana International Ethan Brooks from TS Galaxy. Now it is believed to it is believed that Amazulu have forked out the cash as the player was contracted and was still contracted to 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 TS Galaxy and he's he was one of the highly valued players by by the Rockets. So. Amazulu have splashed the cash. They also doing some rebuild. So 
it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting so that's that's all i wanted to talk about for this episode there's still more to talk about because um ever since our last episode we saw pizza musimani parting ways with al ali uh coach dan malisela fired at marumo gallants and apparently he says he didn't know that he was fired he heard from his neighbor like where's the professionalism where's the transparency the thing i was saying about the dstv premiership clubs like they just don't care there's no transparency everything you uh our football is is a mess but our admin is an even bigger mess. Like the admin in the DSTV Premiership, in the PSL, it's a mess. In SAFA, our South African football admin is a mess. So we also saw John Maduga part ways with uh, Royal AM. We still don't know what happened because there's no transparency. Uh, Royal AM CEO was invited to Metro FM, so we're told to tune into the interview because apparently there was going to be clarity on what happened, and there's still no clarity on what happened. So, this thing of not having transparency in the PSL is actually it's enough. I've had enough of it. I've had enough. Like, there are so many secrets, there's no transparency, it's a mess, and it sucks. I've had enough. Like, you. If I wasn't South African, I was going to quit the DSTV Premiership. But then, like, locally slacker, we got to support our own. So, uh, thank you so much for, for listening to, to episode three. This has been Ebola Simzanzi, a South African football podcast. This episode is probably going to be out on Tuesday, the 28th of June. So, if you've listened up to this far, thank you so much for your support. And please remember to, if you're on Spotify, follow. If you're on YouTube, like, subscribe. And then, yeah, there's going to be more coming. Like, this, just just grab your popcorns and welcome to the Ebola Lassam Zanzi train. And what the fuck am I saying? I'm out. Peace out.